I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Happy Sweet 16 Tuesday. Sorry. Happy Sweet 16 Tuesday. Syracuse will face two seed. AAC Conference champion Houston Cougars in the Sweet 16 on Saturday, March 27th at 9.55. That's just the right time for me, actually. I will be uh, ready. Joe will need a nap, admittedly. And once he takes a nap from 2 to 9.54, he'll be ready to go. We'll let you know what we think about that. The women, they play tonight for a spot in the Sweet 16 themselves against the one-seed UConn. That game is at 9 o'clock. If you're early enough to hit us up and you didn't know, now you know. If you did know, then cool. Great. And Leeds Oddsmaker for Online will join us to talk some Syracuse in the Sweet 16 and March Madness and maybe some money makers to give you some ideas. And you bet I'm going to ask him, who, who did it? Who put out the prop bet for how many times Jim Boeheim was going to pick his nose? Who did that? We'll find out. No, we're going we to ask him. We're going to dig. We're going to dig. We're going to get to the bottom of this. Okay? Doing the hard stuff no one wants to do. Working our fingers to the bone for you guys over here, by the way. Because I think this is like, I don't know, four... Was it four podcasts in three days? Is it two? Is it or is it five? I can't I remember. Track. I lost track too. That's what I'm saying. We're gonna get into all of that, but first, speaking of bet online, we gotta hear from the folks over at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Now, college basketball teating up. We're in the Sweet 16 now. They've got all of the props there. They've got all of the. 
the spreads in, in individual game matchups, obviously. If you missed out on the $100,000 Bracket Madness contest, all of that stuff's there. They've got you covered in all news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bet, and it's free to sign up. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR. It's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR. That online, your online sportsbook experts, ebay.com slash sneakers from rare dead stock to the latest release. You can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. In partnership with eBay, Armchair Media will be raffling off four custom-made sneakers. Each purchase you make before March 31st through ebay.com slash sneakers will enter you into a drawing to win a pair of Air Force One low tops. Just send the screenshot of your purpose to at Armchair Media on Twitter or Instagram. That is at Armchair Media on Twitter or Instagram. Send it there. Enter you to win. Thank you. Thank you, Armchair, for that opportunity. Yes. By the way, I have the orange. This I've mentioned this before, but I'm going to mention it again. Because they're going on this week. Okay? They're going on. Every time I leave the house, I got the orange low-top Air Force Ones. Orange laces. White swoosh. I look like a kind of a clown in them, to be honest with you. But I don't care. I don't care at all. Right, Joe? Joe's clicking. Yeah, I know you don't. Joe, I know you don't. Jo- yeah. Joe's clicking, and that only means one thing, that he's just now getting prepared for the show. So no, That's not what that means. That, oh, okay. Sorry. Um, the all-time series between the Orange and the Cougars sits at 1-0 in favor of Syracuse. Uh, they took the game in 1982, 92-87. This was the same Houston team that had Clyde Drexter and Akeem Olajuwon on it. And also the team that would go on to lose the national championship in the famous upset by Jim Valvano's Wolfpack, Hat Tip Orange Hoops.org. Uh, the Cougars finished the regular season at 21 and 3, 14 and 3 in conference play before going on to beat Tulane, Memphis, and Cincinnati to take the AAC championship. As I mentioned, they came into the NCAA tournament as a two seed. They beat 15 seed Cleveland State, 87 to 56, and 10 seed Rutgers, 63 to 60. Um, they're led by 6'5", 205-pound junior Quentin Grimes. He's averaging 18 points a game, shoots 42% from behind the arc. Out of 218 attempts, he's made 91, juxtaposed that with Buddy's 76 out of 192. Grimes also shooting 41% from the field, so he's pretty much their number one guy. Uh, Marcus Sasser is no slouch either, hitting 45% from the field and knocking down 88.5% of his free throws. 6'7", 255-pound senior, Justin uh, Gorham. He leads Houston in rebounds per game with 8.5 as they're averaging, what, 41, I think, a game in rebounds. That's good for sixth overall in the country, as well as sixth in rebounding margin in the country, and third in the country for offensive rebounding, grabbing about 45% of their misses. They also sit second in scoring defense, only allowing 58 points per game. So, Joe, on paper, this team looks extremely strong, but again, I would turn to their strength of schedule, where they're 78th, Syracuse is 48th, but the rebounding thing, those are killer stats to me. Uh, This team isn't big, though, from what I could see. The tallest guy I could find was 6'8". Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's really, you know, kind of the point that I was going to hit when I looked at, you know, the box score and, you know, the rotation they were running against uh, Rutgers in the second round. Uh, the four forwards that uh, played, they all played 12-plus minutes, uh, 12, 19, 19, and 24, all respectively. They are all pretty much labeled at 6'8", 225, 230, something like that. So um, they have size. They're not, like, real skinny, and they're really, really active. And uh, that's really the one thing with this team is that they're just really, really active. And um, that's some something that we're just going to have to match. The energy is the same thing that we were kind of talking about with West Virginia. We had to match it. And um, we're going to have to do the same thing with, uh, with this team as well. Um, but as far as the scoring goes, a lot of that comes from the guards. When you look at the guards, um, the three guards they started against Rutgers, um, Sasser, Grimes, and Giroux, uh, combined, they shot 36 shots. And then the guard, Mark, that comes off the bench, shot 10. So you got 46 out of the 59 shots coming from the four guards in your rotation. Uh, and they all can, you know, take some three-pointers and, and stuff like that. Um Grimes and Drew are both 6'5", Sasser. Uh. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives... There's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Uh, a little bit smaller at 6-1, but um, yeah, I mean, that's really where their offense comes from, and then... Uh, I believe they get an offensive rebound at 39.5% of their misses, almost 40% of their misses. So um, those are going to be the little stats to worry about. Obviously, we know our 2-3 zone gives teams that don't really don't really know how to handle it. And, uh, we, you know, I talked to you about it yesterday, but I don't really know if, if they played against a zone like ours in the AAC. And that's um, number one. And I think that's been everybody's Achilles heel that's played us. But now there's tape during the tournament. Obviously, they're going to have a little bit more time to prepare than West Virginia. So Right. So they get practice. They get a week. Right. They get some preparation. I don't know. I mean, you can't mimic roster, it, though. I don't think you can duplicate that in, right. in, in practice. Right. You know? Exactly. So uh, you even saw that with West Virginia uh, in the first 
first half to three quarters of the first half, um, they struggled to kind of figure out our, our, our zone. And we do change our zone as we go, too. So there was other little stretches where they struggled. So um, we know what to expect from our 2-3 zone. It's just these guys can shoot some threes. Um, yeah. And that's going to be, you know, obviously part of it. Uh, I think it's really going to be defending the threes and, and basically making sure that we rebound. And, and obviously we have to have that effort on defense. We have to go after the balls like normal and, and just obviously hope that we don't get any type of uh, foul trouble on certain players that we really can't, you know, have in foul trouble. So uh, there's some things we can do with this team to to kind of hurt their scoring. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if we don't see it. Uh, as long as they can match up with us, then um, they'll have their guards in there to shoot. But if we can go big, then I can see a situation where we need to we force them to have to play three forwards, taking take an offensive guy out, mm-hmm. or they're just going to have to kind of, you know, give up some kind of like mismatch in which Quincy might be going against a six, five guards. So, uh, there's little strategic, you know, chess, chess moves we can do in there to stay big and kind of force, uh, the hand of Houston and hopefully offset their, their rebounding. Um, they did out rebound, uh, Rutgers by 10 and they had uh, 16 offensive rebounds against them. So yeah, it's a it's a team that plays really good defense, and they're going to hustle. They wrote they have an eight man rotation. They play a lot of minutes, and they're going to keep the pressure up, and they just hustle for everything. I mean, that's just just how they play. Um, that's the effort thing, and they've got it, and that's why they're averaging four, averaging guys forty one rebounds a game. So mm-hmm. now. You know, we go through the strength of schedule thing, and we got to mention it because of the discrepancy. I feel like right. I feel like it's worth mentioning. Well, so I, I don't hit up next. So okay, go ahead. no, well, no, no, you go ahead. Uh, well, I'm just saying I don't know how much water it holds at the end of the day, but it seemed like when we were looking at San Diego State's, for instance, not seeing a lot of San Diego State throughout the year, other than what we had to play them. Yeah, be honest. Right. I, I didn't watch a game of theirs and you nailed the, you nailed the, the preview, by the way, I would just think I would point that out. I'm not blowing smoke up your butt, but you, Thank you. you, you really did. So when you look at this, when you look at this schedule, they got three losses, Wichita state. Okay. Tulsa. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know, East Carolina. So, you know, I just don't know. I just don't know the competition here. I just really don't. I just honestly speaking. So, Oh, and that's what I was going to bring up is that, I mean, you could argue that probably the Mountain West was a stronger conference than the AAC. Uh, and East Carolina certainly wasn't a, a good team this year. Tulsa had a good defense. They were they were in the middle of the pack. But, um, yeah, Which just all I mean, state made of, the they made the tournament. I, mean, I, right? I, know, I know they beat Texas Tech in, in non-conference and, and everything like that. But, yeah, I mean, you can really look at the fact that, it, obviously – they didn't play as competitive as um, a schedule as we did, and I mean, obviously, it's going twenty six and three. Their 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 record shows shows it. So, um, but something else I actually read too. Uh, Dejan Giroux, I guess, a couple different times, uh, he was dealing um, with a hip injury. I mean, I know he scored seventeen points, played a pretty good game against Rutgers, still thirty two <laughs> minutes, but um, that's probably a guy that's playing closer to the whole game. And he had to take some minutes out because of uh, a sore hip. And, of course, he'll have all week to, you know, PT that and get that right. But just something to note 
um, as far as that goes. But um, yeah, going back to the strength schedule again, uh, that's why in the beginning of this tournament, I said, I'm not trying to poo poo on Houston and made the sweet 16 a couple of years ago. They were in a good uh, spot last year uh, to do some good things, but uh, that still is the AAC, and I'd still rather – I mean, I did talk about how I thought they were the weakest number two seed. So if there's a two seed that I'd want to play, even though Oral Roberts beat Ohio State, it would be Houston. Um, at least that was in the beginning of the tournament. So um, just a conference champ from a mid-major uh, school, and you know, you get this far and you wonder sometimes, I mean, I, at this point, I'd rather probably play a team that's not in a, in a power, a power five conference. Um, and I'm not saying that with confidence, you know, guaranteeing a win or, you it know, it makes you feel like more that, comfortable. Yeah. And looking at West Virginia's schedule and who they played and beat and everything like that. Although, you know, again, big 12 didn't really show out this, this, <laughs> that good in the tournament either. Um, they didn't have any bad losses and stuff like that. So, I mean, I was more nervous going into the West Virginia game than I'm going to be going into this game, especially considering that we did already make the Sweet 16 and, you know, kind of exceeded my expectations anyway. It's still, that's still, that sounds great now, but, you know, when the game starts, it's going to be Nerd no, City. You're not going to want to lose, right? Yeah. yeah so, of course. I mean, well, who, like, for me. But I a, don't, month, a month ago, if you would have polled the fans, are we. Are, Hey, are we going to make the Sweet 16? What do you think it would have been? I mean, come on. I mean, the pulled the fans. Yeah, you're probably looking at a, big, a heavy no on that. Yeah, yeah. a month ago we didn't even know we were going to make the tournament, right? Yeah. So for me, I don't know if we had this conversation here or if we did it on the phone or whatever, but I I wanted to play Houston over Rutgers, and the, one of the reasons is totally insignificant and, and, and ridiculous. But it, it is this, that first of all, I just think that that early game against Rutgers, I think maybe there's a possibility. We, well, I know there's a – it's a fact, I think. It's my opinion. But I think that we play them a whole lot better. But the thought of losing to them twice just makes me sick. So I would rather play Houston, someone who hasn't seen us this year. I don't want to play a non-conference opponent twice. If I don't have to, right? Especially one right. that beat us. So yeah, I mean Ron Harper Jr.'s got you, the game to definitely beat us. Yeah, uh, I guess fifteen that's really points the a one game. Thing is right is you don't see a lot of the forwards taking a lot of shots. I mean they had one forward, uh, Cheney played twelve minutes, Gresham played nineteen. They didn't shoot a shot, and the other two shot thirteen combined between them, and uh, they only shot five. So I mean I guess my thing is is that like. I mean, I don't know this team enough, but who is going to play in the middle of that zone at that free throw line to do something? I, I mean, you saw West Virginia struggle with it. We took their big game, their big man completely out of the game. Um, so that's really the one thing that you know I'm going to look for too is you know who are they going to put at the free throw line that's going to make that offense a little bit different, other than guard heavy. This this is a game too where as long as Jesse can be smart, and I think he will and stay out of foul trouble. He, this is a game we're going to see a lot of Jesse. I think he can be the best he can be down there against the, I mean, look, six, seven. Well, he could, good. but we don't necessarily need it. And we probably won't see it. If the rebounding dis- disparity isn't too, too great, you know, understand. Cause then the other time he's going to come in as if Dolge in foul trouble. 
And the other question, really, right? That's really the two things right there. Yeah, absolutely. If the rebounding's down or he's in foul trouble, I mean, if everything is going swimmingly, then we stick with what's working, right? So, right. but you got it. You got it if you need it. And in the way he's been playing, I would feel comfortable with it. You know, especially. Oh no, yeah. In yeah, all, I mean, that's just that's just a magazine, and you know, in the pocket that you could throw in and you know change the game up if you need to. So that's not going to be uh, the beginning of a game type thing. You know, I mean. They're going to go in there and hope that what they bring out there in the starting lineup can handle themselves and get the rebounds. So, Right. Yeah. So, I mean, with that said, I mean, look, you when you look past, well, you know, we can do this because we're fans. We can look past Houston. Would you rather play Oregon State or Loyola, Chicago? Man. <laughs> So it, that is that is that is tough, but I think I'm still going to stay on the line of I'd rather play a mid-major team. Yeah, I'd rather play a mid-major team. Um, Oregon State right now is on fire. The Pac-12 has kind of shown that I mean, Loyola Chicago is on fire too. Well, I know Loyola Chicago is on fire. They've been ranked the whole season. They're definitely a good team, and the Missouri Valley is a good conference. Uh, but so is the Mountain West. So is the AAC in their own rights. They always usually put a couple of teams in that can compete. And uh, with the Pac-12, you're talking about a conference that only got five in. They were kind of underrated the whole season. And now um, you have four still left, and you're going to have, well, at, at most three because USC and Oregon are playing each other. But these um, these Pac-12 teams are, are balling out right now. And the way that Oregon State ran through that Pac-12 comp, uh, tournament, and now they're still in the tournament, you know, as a 12 seed in the Sweet 16. Um, yeah, no, thank you. I would rather, I would rather deal with uh, with a mid-major team like Loyola. And it's not to slight them. When you're in the Elite Eight, everybody's good. It's just um, usually mid-major teams don't have as much size and depth. Um, and again, they could. I don't know too much about Loyola Chicago, but. Uh, from the uh, from where we're standing and where I'm standing right now and what I know, I just want to stay away from those Power Five teams. Yeah, I mean, I think I disagree. I don't have a big, long, drawn-out reason the way you do, other than my gut is that I don't want to play Loyola Chicago. If they get past Houston, I don't want to play them. And let's be honest. I mean, I feel like Syracuse you know, has... Are you afraid of Sister Jean? <laughs> yeah, she's frightening. Look... I went to a Catholic school growing up, so yes, okay, yes, all right, K through five, first grade twice, okay. I, I, <laughs> I am scared of nuns, okay. Sister Jean, yes, she terrifies me, so I don't <laughs> want, I don't want to see it, okay. But you know, if we do win, if we do win, if there's any students listening. Don't let Ricky Report's fun kill your after party if we make it to the Elite Eight, okay? Ricky Report's celebration, he's going to be out there with his cameras and his Twitter, and he's going to be trying to shame everybody for breaking COVID protocol. But don't, don't let it discourage you. Have fun. Have fun. Let Ricky Report fun. Let Ricky Report celebration. Live life. He must be electric in the ozone which is the dumbest name 
for a student section I think I've ever heard of. But hey, look, I'm not a student. I didn't get to name it, but I didn't get to name the crane either. What was the crane's name? Cliff? What the hell was it? Walt? Cliff or Walt? I mean, I don't know. Come on, guys. Come on. He must be electric in the ozone, though. Coincidentally enough, the ozone also, the areas of New York that have to go on lockdown. <laughs> And can't you and can't go to the restaurants? So, anyways, yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. Right now. I know you. <laughs> it's because you're not on Twitter. Joe's not on Twitter, so he doesn't know. He has no idea. But those of you who do know, know you do know, you do know. So, anyways, all right, let's bring on. Oh wait, no, let's not bring on anybody yet. Let's not. You know why, Joe? You know what time it is? You know what time it is. It's time for. It's prediction time. That's right. So mm. we kind of already went over the predictions from last game. Joe did get the spread, but neither one of us were really close. I was way too high, and Joe had West Virginia winning. So we will start again. I will go first. Thank God. Okay. All right. So let's just let me just do a little research while I'm on the on the horn right now. And I'm going to say, um, I'm looking for a, I'm looking for a Syracuse win. I think this is going to be a close one. Look, I got Syracuse going to the, to the Elite Eight, okay? I'm not ashamed to say it. So, Syracuse, mm, 73, Houston, 68. So, outright winning, not only, you can have the points. You can take the points and you can shove them right where points are supposed to go that you don't want. Okay? Which was six. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Now it's your turn, Joe. I'm torn. I'm torn a little. But... I'm riding mm. this thing. I'm riding this thing till the wheels fall off of it. I mean, I'm right there too. I had to go the other way because that was the team I was afraid of on this side. But right, well, it, it I, think I think I'm right there with you. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like. Uh... Mm. All right, so I think it's going to be a seventy to sixty win, Syracuse. 70 to 60 win Syracuse. I hope you nail this, Joe. I hope you nail this, Joe. It's the first time I've ever rooted for you in anything, by the way. So it's not it's not true, but okay. <laughs> Look, hey, I mean, for me personally, I think that and I'm no expert, but I will I will say this. There are smaller Maybe some of them are more athletic. They, they're guards. They have one of their guards yeah. is pretty tall. One of their guards is they like got a six couple five. Guards that are six five. Quentin yeah. Grimes six five, and so is yeah. Giroux. Yeah. So and um, they play, they shoot a majority of those shots as well. So and they can um, hit them. The whole the whole, here's the thing. Here's the thing because we haven't seen the consistency. So the reason I'm on the Q's train, the orange train, is not only because I'm an orange fan, and and I'm obviously biased, but. When we talk all year about consistency, 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 and we don't see it, well, now we're seeing it. 
I mean, you can even put that UVA game that we lost in the ACC tournament in, into this because the defense. Well, yeah, I do. Yeah, because I mean, and then you throw that into the UNC and the Clemson game. We've seen six games of what this team actually yes, looks like, and I mean, exactly. I, at this point, at this point, I mean, I that's what I expect. Right. Right. It's so it's been different, and that's what I expect right now. And I know that Houston is going to have trouble. They are going to have their little issues with it. But they're also going to pressure us, and we're going to have to do what we need to do. But, um, I mean, it's a lot of them having to figure out our our zone all the while hitting shots. And, you know, I just don't know. If we, if we can stop the guards from penetrating to make shots, I don't know if they have a forward at the free throw line that can, you know, run an offense from there to get good – two-point shots, and that's what you saw West Virginia kind of lack. West Virginia was in that game because there was a couple moments where we stopped scoring, and, you know, they were just making their threes. Right. So, and that's really what I got the 70-60 to 60 is, is that I just don't – I see a game where Houston might not be able to get in a roll and make their threes, and uh, I don't know really how they're going to score down low because I don't really know – uh, they don't. They don't get a lot of two point buckets. Let's just put it that way. So I mean, eight of eight of their twenty two buckets last game were three pointers. Um, but they are going to be slow, methodical. They're going to pass it around. So that's really the one thing is, is you got to look at early how they handle that two three zone. Are they going to be? Are they going to look like an older team, a good team like a Virginia that's going to move the ball around and kind of figure out where the holes in the zone are and get and make the right passes and, and get the right shots or do they rely on specific players to do specific things to score and is the zone just going to take that away and um it's going to be a test match for sure and two teams that don't really know each other and uh just obviously cannot cannot wait and it's going to be the last game on saturday and i'm going to be in my head all game anxiety and nervous all day i know waiting until 955 so if I do take a nap, it's just to, you know... Alleviate the anxiety? Kind of alleviate the anxiety and get rid of some time or you that took, I have to wait. Or you, Yeah, oh, right, right. To just, a, <laughs> just to fast forward. Yeah, pretty yeah. much a fast forward. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, fair enough. That's where I'm at, man. Okay. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game for sure. They're a good team, but by no means... Um, by no means are we... Like definitely going to lose this game for sure, especially the way that we've been playing. And um, I can definitely see that line of six points coming down. All right. We will be right back with Dave Mason from Bat Online right after this. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. 
And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Online, the title sponsor for the Cuse Militia and Armchair Media, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. NBA is in full swing. The college basketball, obviously in full swing. And you can bet on all of the props there. You can bet on the games individually, the props that they got. The $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest, obviously, is, you know, it's too late, guys. I'm sorry. And in my bad, my bad, I take a little bit of responsibility for not bringing this up earlier. And that's my fault for not checking my email for this read. So, my bad. They also have you covered for all news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bet, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website. Use your mobile device today to sign up. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code armchair. It's a 50% welcome bonus. Use the promo code armchair. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Thank you, Bet Online eBay.com slash sneakers from rare dead stock to the latest release. You can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay as the original sneaker marketplace. eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing in partnership with eBay. Armchair Media will be raffling off four custom made sneakers. Each purchase you make before March 31st through eBay.com slash sneakers will enter you into a drawing for a pair of Air Force One low tops. Just send a screenshot of your purchase to at Armchair Media on Twitter or Instagram. That's at Armchair Media on Twitter or Instagram to enter yourself into that contest. Win the sneakers, the Air Force One low tops. Thank you. BetOnline.com. You said NBA. I know. That was an accident. That was an accident. Shut up, Joe. Nobody likes you. Joe puts ketchup on his hot dogs. Wow, two false statements in a row. <laughs> uh, all right, let's bring on Dave Mason. And joining us now, 
a lead odds maker for Bet Online at Dave Mason B O L on Twitter. Dave Mason joins us. Dave, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. How's it going? So, uh, first, how does how does one get into being a leads odd, odds maker for Bet Online? <laughs> Well, you know, you're very generous with the title there. <laughs> I'm not really necessarily the lead odds maker. I'm one of them, right? I got gotcha. you. Uh, I work more on the marketing side of things. I do help with the odds, so I don't want to take the credit. We got some guys with a lot more brain power than I am, than I have uh, doing the lead odds making stuff. And those guys are, you know, all in the spreadsheets and numbers and calculators and all that stuff. They don't have time for many interviews, so I do that. I do that work. Um but, you know, how do I got involved in this industry? Uh, yeah, shoot, almost 20 years ago, just, what you know, was figuring out what I wanted to do in life and uh, wanted to get into the get the betting industry and, and I like to travel. And a lot of these places are located in far off exotic lands. And I started pounding the pavement and networking and knocking on doors and I, somebody gave me a shot and here I am. 17 years later, it took me a couple of years to really get a job and everything, but it all worked out. That's awesome. So it, without divulging too much, how do we, how do you go about this? Like in the, in the daily, let's say getting ready for like a March madness or something. I mean, you've got so much stuff to crunch and, uh, you know, not a lot of time to do it by the time the bracket comes out and we start playing games. So how's, how's that work? It depends. I mean, you know, for the game lines, game spreads, totals, money lines, you know, we have our metrics and data and all that stuff already lined up. And we have a couple of good, really good college basketball consultants as well. So it's a bunch of us and coming up with the numbers, you post them and you start taking action and you move from there. Right. You, you know, you're going to have public sides that are yep. public loves and then you're going to have the sharp sides, too. And when sharp start betting stuff, then you really move the stuff real fast. So, uh as far as the props and futures, I mean, the futures have been up there all year, you know, the odds to win the, the tournament, et cetera. So, you know, it's just once after Selection Sunday, it's just a matter of, all right, cutting these teams out, adding these teams if you had to have some teams and uh, adjusting the odds a little bit here and there and, and throw them up there. And uh, then you can go with the final four odds and, and not, you know, odds to win the region, make the final four, whatever you want to call it. And then all the special props and, uh, you know, unique stuff, you know, that's just when a few of us just start. That, that's more my specialty is that special, special like, wacky kind of exotic stuff. That's, and, uh, that's the stuff yeah. I like. That's the stuff I like. Yeah, that's the stuff a lot of people like because uh, usually it's about four of us just coming up with ideas. And, you know, we don't have data and all stuff for this kind of stuff or, or too much stats. And, you know, it's a lot of it's just – four guys bouncing ideas off each other's heads and then yeah. coming up with odds and throwing them up there. So, yeah. uh, you know, we can, we can get pretty crazy and original with stuff. So, uh, but, but we enjoy putting stuff like that up. Yeah. I was going to ask you, um, if you did have like a sports specialty, you know, I know you said that that was kind of your specialty, but if there was a sport that you, you know, would say that that was your best, what, what would it be? Probably now, uh, probably UFC MMA. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I've become a big fan of that over this. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's it's a hot sport, man. I, I've been following it since UFC one. Show my age a little bit, but that was way back in '94, I guess. Is that Hoist Gracie, or was that even before Hoist Gracie? That was Hoist Gracie. Yeah, yeah. No, that was that was Hoist Gracie. Won the first one. It was uh, you know, I was in college and 
bunch of my buddies and I saw all the pay-per-view advertisements, you know, that who has, what martial art is the best or what fighting is the best. And they had the boxer in there and he went in there with one glove. They had a sumo wrestler, (laughs) a karate guy. Then of course, Hoist Gracie was a jujitsu guy. And, uh, we all put five bucks in a hat and, uh, got a, got a keg of natural light and and ordered ordered the fights. And, uh, I was pretty much hooked ever since, but you know, I, I love, I love my, you know, college basketball. I'm a huge college basketball fan, football. I love football. So those are my, probably my favorites are, are UFC, MMA, but mostly UFC, right? Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. uh, then college basketball and NFL are probably neck and neck and then college football. After that, yeah, right at my alley. It's about right. I didn't hear any NASCAR in there, Sean. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 never actually got into it, man. I, I you know I never I just never got it. You know we we offer odds on it. It's just I, you know I. I don't yeah. know. It, it's a little it's disappointing, never... Dave. I'm not gonna lie. That's I a apologize. that's a <laughs> that's okay. So, so so you're a big college basketball fan. So obviously we're Syracuse fans. Uh, you yep. have to have a, you have to have a school that you go for, right? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm a I'm a diehard Villanova guy. I grew up okay. at Villanova and ever since I was a little kid. I'm I'm from the burbs of Philly, and uh, yeah, man. So we've had a good run, and we're still in it. And I'm happy about yeah, that. Are. Gillespie went out a f- few weeks ago. I thought that we were cooked, uh, but you know, some, making a Sweet 16 is good. Uh, Beth Baylor squad <laughs> going to be tough though this weekend, man. We don't match up well too well with them, but but yeah. who knows? That Jay Wright's as good as they get in the tournament, as uh, 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 along with uh, Bayheim. I mean, good God, what he's doing doing again as a double digit seed, making it to the second weekend. Holy hell, Bayheim's just a legend. It's- we miss you guys in the Big East, man. I, I, I oh. miss those. I mean, like I said, I, I grew up pretty much, and I'm pretty much already spilled my age, anyways. But the the <laughs> '80s, man, I you know I I was a kid when the '80s. This when the Big East was just yeah incredible, and and watching those Q's game, I, mean, I, I saw Pearl Washington, you know, uh, who who else? Uh, all those '80s Q's teams, Derek D- Coleman, DC I, I and saw Sherman them. Douglas, Leo Routon, I remember Leo Routon's and Addison, and who was the big man? They had another big man, on Ronnie Cycli, Ro- yeah, Ronnie Cycli, and I, I remember a bet. I one of my first bets I won as a kid was, uh, I shoot, that's probably I, I don't know what grade I was in. I mean, ninth grade, eighth grade, whenever Ronnie Cycli was around, and he he was a freshman or sophomore, whatever he was, and. And I was telling one of my buddies, you know, we're all hoops junkies. And I was a huge Big East guy. And I was telling my buddy, he's going to be good. And he's like, ah, he's going to be horrible. We bet. I bet him. He'll make the NBA. He'll make the NBA. (laughs) He's like, no way in hell. Probably like five bucks, ten bucks as a kid. But, uh, yeah, Ronnie's like, it's amazing how you you remember those stupid bets as a kid. But, uh, (laughs) but no, man. Cuse and I go way back. I can't say I'm a fan, but I I definitely... (laughs) I definitely miss the rivalry, and I miss the uh, I, I miss having you guys in the Big East, and I miss you know the old Big East. Even though you know the new Big East has been very good to Villanova, but but still some of those rivalries and games were just out of control. Yeah, well, there's a there's a chance for a Final Four matchup. So hey, you never <laughs> you never know. I think we'll both I think we'll both sign up for that. Yeah, well, you have to have me on, and we'll have to have some kind of bet or something. So, <laughs> You're damn uh, right. Digging that. So uh, y'all were doing a $100,000 Bracket Madness contest. And sure. um, obviously you got we, – we mentioned the props, but just tell – tell before we get into this, some of the Syracuse stuff that I wanted to hit on real quick, uh, what kind of other props you got going on for 
anybody wanting to get in on some of the tournament action for the Sweet 16 and, and all the way to the championship. Right. Well, we got the the regular game lines, of course. Uh, what do we have now for Cuse? Um, let, let me see. I think we're getting – what is it? Sorry. Six. Six. six, right? Yep. Yeah. It's getting six. Um, who, who are they betting? They're betting the other side, I believe. But that doesn't mean anything. Still, most of the actions yet to come in. Um, right. You're getting six. Money line of the win outrights plus 220 over under 140. Um, current odds for Q's to win the Midwest plus 575. If you don't know what that means, any of your listeners, you risk $100. Your profit would be $575. And once again, your profit would be $575. So with your $100 risk, you get 675 back. Win the championship, a hefty 50 to 1, man. $10 bet would score $500 profit. So those, those are some of the current odds. We'll have a lot of the props um coming up in the in the coming days um so so check back the site and over the next few days um for for all sorts of well we'd actually have some a uh, buddy Bayheim total points versus houston 18 and a half points mm. over or under so we're starting to put up some more and more uh content on the site but we'll have it done by game time that's that's that sounds fun what do you have any? Do you have anything? What is what is your? If you're going to take one lock right now, I mean, maybe this is lock. obvious for uh, <laughs> for lock in the NCAA tournament. That's left. <laughs> well, in the I mean, out of the Sweet Sixteen, who do you right. got? Who do you got taking it? There's a couple games I like actually, I and mean, I, I I like I like every team getting that. Well, no, actually, I like three out of the four teams getting points on Saturday. Oregon State getting six and a half against Loyola. Um, Oral Roberts getting 11. That's just a lot of points. Yeah. And I like Hughes getting six versus Houston. I, I, I hate to, you know, I, 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 Bill Nova, man, I, you know, I, I'm not one of those rah, rah, we're going to win, we're going to win kind of guys. I kind of, I look at them pretty realistically. And we just match up so bad against Baylor, I think. I mean, we're playing good ball, we're moving the ball. Some guys are coming off the bench. Thank God that have been kind of dormant all year. Um, that being said, Baylor's a different beast. You know, the reality of it, we just beat two double, double digit seeds. I mean, they, you know, you really can't, that's no fault of our own. You play who, who's in front of you and we look great um, on Sunday. We, we actually shelled them, but that being said, it says Baylor team's a different, uh, different beast. So I'll probably be on Baylor. Yes, I do bet against my team sometimes. <laughs> so, hey, whatever. Yeah, I hear that. Hey, it's best to look at it unbiased. I think. When yeah, I mean, you, you kind of have to. Yeah, you do. You know, it's it's. Um, you know, some people don't think you're a real fan that way, but the way I, <laughs> you know, it's it's. I, I think that's BS. You know, yeah. they're not going to oh, win yeah. or lose because I have money on them or against them. You know? <laughs> right. I, I'm in the business to make money. You know what I mean? And and yeah. if I lose, if I lose that bet and they win outright, uh, I'll be more happy than winning that bet and losing. So big deal. How much has any any of this shifted? I mean, when you look at like a Loyola Chicago and an Oral Roberts and Oral Roberts in the sweet 16. I mean, mm. and you get these every year, but that's, it's, it's just crazy. And I know this was a COVID year and we had just a lot of guys didn't play their full schedule. We had a lot of postponements. I mean, how difficult is it to get this stuff nailed down? Even the guys, you know, the committee that has to seed this and all that stuff when you take everything into consideration. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a it was a crazy year, you know. It, it's 
status quo for this year, though. You know, everybody's <laughs> everything's been crazy for the last yeah. twelve months, man. And, you know, it just, it just fits right in. So, you know, it, it makes sense. Uh, it makes sense that we see more um, "quote unquote" Cinderella teams than ever before. I guess more upsets. You know, it's just anytime crazy stuff happens, that just levels the playing field. I mean, the, the fact that, you know, all these the, the, the powerhouses aren't in the tournament, that, that kind of right. goes hand in hand with that. Right. No Duke, no Kentucky um, and all these other teams that are always in the tournament year in, year out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that's that those one and done machines. Um, just, you know, that the covid wasn't good for them because they nope. just had all the new players. Um, well, yeah, like UVA, they go and, you know, look like a favorite probably to take the ACC tournament heading into a game and get, uh, you know, have the, have a positive test and have to bail. And then they come in and, you know, they, I guess, you know, steamrolled by Ohio. (laughs) You can argue if they play in their tournament, then they probably end up with a better seed. If they move on, sure. Right? So. Yeah, there's just so many variables. So it's yep. just whatever, you know. They're all, you know, whatever. It's just is what it is. I'm just glad yeah. we have a tour. We have a tournament because absolutely uh, last year uh, sucked. Yeah, twelve months ago, I was instead of <laughs> instead of watching instead of watching the Sweet Sixteen and Elite Eight and Final Four, I was making freaking banana bread. So uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then to figuring out what the hell Russian ping pong was and why we need to have odds on it. So, you know, whatever it's, it's not the tournament, you know, we already had a forfeit, you know, all all sorts of crazy stuff happening, but we have a tournament. Is it perfect? No, but, but it, it's almost more fun. I think that cause we waited an extra year and those first three days yesterday kind of sucked, but the first three days are absolutely awesome. awesome, Right. So, so I'm, I'm happy. Now, did you have a prop bet that there was going to be um, a forfeit? Like, uh, yes, yes, we did. It was okay. um, the yes was actually favored. Um, okay, okay. It's like I would have taken that bet. Yeah, and I like can't imagine. And I can't imagine too. I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong, but I can't imagine really like the seedings of these games. I mean, do you? How much do you guys use that as far as like kind of setting the lines? I mean, I know you have those basic, um, yeah, you know, not, fans. Not, not that, really. I didn't really. think so. Yeah, because most yeah. fans they they look at the numbers and they fill out if they're not betting. You know, if you have somebody, they're just looking at seeds if they're filling out their tournament yep. bracket. But and when it comes to that, mm-hmm. I assume that you guys really didn't look at the seeds at all. You guys kind of yeah. looked at the you nuts pay, and bolts you and pay, things, right? Yeah, you pay attention to it, but it's not. You know, we have our own power ranking. Uh, our yeah. power, the bookies' power rankings, and the NCAA tournament committee uh, uh, have different power rankings. I've concluded okay. in the last two decades. Uh, I saw I saw a prop not too long ago. This was a few weeks ago. I believe it came from Bet Online, but I didn't see it on Twitter from them. Someone else retweeted it. Um, Bayheim picking his nose. Who 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 comes up with with that one? Oh, I did. That was did you? Guilty. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's excellent. Hey man, I'm, Vill- I'm Villanova guy. I gotta take a jab at you guys. You know? Hey, look. <laughs> He don't have he's not, he's not, doesn't act to always have the most couth on the sidelines, but so you, uh, you I, re- I, re- right? I respect I respect them for a coach, but man, he's got he's got to keep that finger out. Wait, wait till he goes to the locker room or something. When man. was it? Was it the ACC tournament? The first game? No, it was. You know, this, it was. This is a this buddy, is a while back. It was North it was Carolina or Clemson or. 
it was the game. I think it was Duke. It was Duke because he picked. He dug for gold like three, like two weeks early. <laughs> two weeks early, and it was all over Twitter. And my, I, I talked to my the guy I work with who comes up with crazy stuff, and I was like, dude, we we need to have a, a prop on on Bayheim picking his nose. And again, I I I, I know. Syracuse and Bayheim has a history of it, so it is, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> and of no, course, since I'm a Bill, Bill Nova right. guy, I got to I got to take a jab at you guys. So he's like, "All right, cool." I, then I looked at the schedule, and I was like, I, "It needs to be a nationally tele- televised game." So the next national tele- televised game was Duke, which was like three or four games after he he, he picked about a, three weeks earlier. So, <laughs> well. And then uh, you're talking about the time when he picked and put it in his mouth, right? I mean, no, <laughs> no, no. He missed that game. You did you see that, game. Dave? Did you see that? No. Oh, boy. Did he? Dude, he was pretending to bite his nail with one uh, finger. And then he went up with another one, and he came back Joe. and went in his mouth. And I, full disclosure, Sean, he video recorded it, and he put it on Twitter. So, I mean, even uh, as Syracuse fans, we joke around about that. Yeah, so don't, don't no worries. That. The, the Bayheim pick is is a thing. I've been I've been watching Bayheim pick his nose since I was probably about 8 or 10 years old. Since so, you were picking your nose. <laughs> Basically. Doesn't his, doesn't his wife yell at him? I mean, when I was a kid and I was doing it, my mom would smack me and, and – you know, I mean, you know, he has a younger wife. Uh, yeah, she's she's not watching the TV she, though. She's there. Oh, she knows about it, man. Come on, <laughs> yeah. you, sure you know, she's she got it, man. And if he's doing that on national TV, what the hell's he doing in the privacy of their own home? Who I mean, knows? That's that's hey, that's that's I mean, come on. him and God <laughs> and, and his wife, and Julie. unfortunately. Yeah, and yeah. and Julie. That's so, their business. That's why. That's why SU fans liked when he was wearing the face shield, right? So yeah, you have to go all the way under it and then in, and with yeah. with nothing there, with no barrier. I mean, he's just straight at it. It's just too easy. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I I put my uh, college d- degree to good use on on that prop. Man. <laughs> yes, you that. did. Great. And and well, we're proud. Am I doing my doing my career? So where, you, where did I go wrong? You got Bet Online uh, sponsoring Armchair Media in, th- in this show, and I see that prop come up. I'm like, oh, this is this is cool. I'm retweeting this, so uh, we don't have yeah. a problem with that. <laughs> um, anything about the, the the the? You think there's anything to be said about maybe the Big Ten being a little overrated, or obviously a Big uh, Ten and Big Twelve? Yeah, I mean they were looked at as yeah. two of the more powerful conferences, and obviously. Right. NCAA rankings proved that, I mean, the Big Ten and their semifinal had four top ten teams in it. Um, so I think a lot of people, including myself, um, had a lot of those. I had Big Ten and Big 12 matchups throughout my bracket because I thought they were the better teams. And um, it just seems like it's just not the case. Yeah. I mean, the one that really surprised me was Illinois. I, I figured Big Ten was overrated. You know, how could they not be with all those teams at the top? Right, but but, but I, I thought Illinois was was the team, and and uh, they, <laughs> they crashed. I had them back. winning. I had them. Winning. I, I had them, and I had them in the final. So I had them and Gonzaga in the final. Yeah, me too. So that was rough, and even the Big Twelve to me. I mean, I thought Oklahoma State would have been able to take take Oregon State as soon as I saw Illinois. You know, I'm like, okay, there's Oklahoma State's um, spot, but. Uh, I mean, even that, when you see that, I mean, doesn't that give you a little bit of hope against Baylor on Saturday? Like, you know, I, 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 I always have hope, you know what I mean? But I, yeah, you know, right, that, right, right. yeah, 
six that's six and a half points. I, I, I thought it'd be more well, you know, I, I thought it'd be closer to eight and a half. Um so you know, but again that, that, that I guess that does give me hope that the other guys have it at six and a half. So I, I, I don't know. I just don't think it's they're so tough though, that bail. We just don't match yeah, up. We're gonna have a hard time with those guards, but who who knows? You know, all the if Villanova, if they're shooting well, they can beat anybody. You know, if they're shooting yep. lights, they're they, they're so reliant on the on a three pointer. So if they're knocking them down left and right, then we can play with anybody except maybe Gonzaga. But but you know that that's what it's going to come down to. So I I got to ask, just as a basketball fan and and as someone who does this for a living, when you look at Syracuse matchup against Houston this Saturday, ten o'clock, again. Um, even though they played San Diego State tough at ten o'clock, how do you how do you look at this matchup for Syracuse? It's a tough one, you know. Um, Houston Houston's a really good team. I, I didn't watch a whole hell of a lot of them this year, but I watched them in the tournament, and you know I'm impressed. Hell of a team. It's going to be a tough one, man. I, I think six points is a lot of points. I'll take those points at, at just about any game this round. Um, but, but I, I can't see surrogate. You can say it. That's fine. I'll be, I'll, I'll be surprised they win outright. I, I mean, you know, Houston Villanova are kind of in the same spot. They got the sweet 16, which is an awesome accomplishment. I, I, but the thing is they have great coaches who've been there before and they're not satisfied. I, I guarantee that. So oh, yeah. both of them are outclassed on paper in this round, but you know, anything can happen once the ball goes up. That's right. And to that, too, um, I was going to ask, um, I know because realistically the basketball lines, they come, it's a little bit like sooner, like closer to the game when the lines come through, right? I mean, football, you got a whole week, but with Syracuse-Houston, um, now we have a whole week, right, because of the tournament. And how much do you think, opening at six, you think the way that Buddy Beheim and the hype and everything with the Beheim and Beheim thing, um, do you think Buddy's going to swing it closer? Like if you're going to bet on Syracuse, well, the, the line. Right. Like if you're going to bet on Syracuse, you should probably hit it like now, uh, now. right? Yeah. It, it you know the the public it, the public really doesn't move the odds. The sharp Sharks. money moves the odds. Yeah. It, you know, so and, and I just it, actually the public is on the Cuse right now. Um, is on Syracuse. Seventy six percent of the early cash is on Syracuse, but um, you know that's. So like ninety ninety five percent of the money's yet to come in. Um, right. You know, it's hard to say because you, you really can't pay too much attention to the public money. It's mostly about the sharps and, and yep. who they're going to bet. Now there will be some. You know, if no sharps are betting it, if they don't have a play, and and it stays at seventy six percent. Then the odds will move down to five and a half. Um, nice. Try to get so, him to bite, right? So, yeah. So you know, public wise, it, it would go down, but sharp wise, you don't know. You don't know which way it will go yet. Okay. All right. I see Houston and West Virginia just very comparable teams, and I'm just just as nervous this time around that I was West yeah. Virginia for sure. So, yeah, probably for good reason. Sure thing. Yeah, I was nervous. Against San Diego State, so that's nothing new until, you know. I mean, this is the this is so Syracuse of Syracuse to just barely, well, you, in your mindset, you think they're barely getting in, and then they make it to the Sweet 16, so. 
Well, where is even Final Four? I mean, that 2016 yeah. Final Four. Yep. I mean, yeah. it, what was it? What was their seed that that? Eleven. Ten. Ten. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I was there. I was at that game because again, the, I'm the Villanova guy, and it, it was just like watching Cuse go go that far, and it's like, my God, Bayheim's doing it again. But you know, they 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 had to play UNC in the in the uh, Final Four. Final four. Yep. And, uh, what game are you at? The Syracuse Virginia game? No, the Final Four oh, in okay, 2016 yeah, okay. when when uh, you guys played UNC and we okay. we sh- we shelled Oklahoma and then we yep. and we beat uh, UNC in the final. But uh, mm-hmm. no, it's, well, it's, I'm I'm all good with you beating UNC too. That's oh, a t- that's a tough one. Which one do you you know? Which who do you hate more, UNC or Villanova? I, I, at this point, being in the ACC since 2014, it's a it's almost a toss up. But one thing we can Plus we both well, I live in North Carolina anyway, so I don't want right. to hear all that. Well, I got plenty of UNC fans here in Virginia. But one thing yeah. we all three can agree on is that we all hate Georgetown, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. And Georgetown absolutely. sucks, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, you know they're not the Georgetown of. I mean, them making a tournament that was that that was something else. But do, uh, do, do, do they make coming. the do they make the tournament without winning the conference? No, they won the conference. They won. Yeah. They won the conference. Yeah, it was. But they don't make it without winning the conference, right? No, no, no shot. No shot. No. Okay. The hell no. Not even close. <laughs> I think it showed, man. You know. And yeah. I think. Um, Villanova and Michigan, too, two teams that lost pretty key players right there at the end of the year. I think that was like two of the teams that a lot of people had like losing early in the tournament. So just to see these guys get here to the Sweet 16, it just kind of validates how good of a team that both those teams had. Um, but again, probably like how you feel. I mean, at some point, I feel like Gillespie's injury and Liver's injury in Michigan is going to catch up to him. And. You know, hope the Sweet Sixteen isn't 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 the time because, uh, to be perfectly honest, with you, the be- top seeds that lose, the better it is for us, for everybody. Absolutely, so. absolutely. Yep. Well, Dave, look if 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 we do get a Final Four matchup, man, I'd love to have you back on. Um, I'll get a hold. Of, I'll get a hold of Andrew and see if we if we can get you back on. But uh, we really appreciate you coming on tonight. Thanks for thanks for the insight. Everybody, head over to Bet Online. Bet Online. And um, sign up. They're still doing the 50% welcome bonus. So head over there and do that today. Dave, thanks a lot, man. We appreciate you. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, no problem. At Dave Mason, B-O-L, on Twitter. Go there. Follow him. I want to thank all of you for hanging out with us. I want to thank Dave Mason for coming on. We appreciate that. I want to thank BetOnline, too, his employer. And also... What about me? uh, Hold on a second, Joe. I'm not done yet. And... eBay.com slash sneakers. But most of all, you guys, for Jerome Shumrow.